You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM and all those wonderful places like Spotify on the internet. I am Kean, and with me today are an alphabetical order, please. Sarah. And Mannequin Blue. Woo! Excellent. Woo. Welcome back, Mannequin Blue, from your extended stay. Uh, did you have a nice Christmas, yeah? Uh, it was Okay. Excellent. That's about as specific as I'd like to be. (laughs) (laughs) Three word reviews are very much on brand with last week's episode. Fantastic. (laughs) Now, as promised last week, we're going to cover slightly late. We're going to cover the 2022 movie TV highs and lows. Uh, But literally seconds before we recorded, uh, Dara revealed to us that he is a famous hater on the internet acknowledged by certified authors. So can you give us your two minute uh, or less version of this story, Dara, please? I mean, I, isn't that my gimmick anyway, that I hate everything? It is, but it's, <laughs> to do one thing, to do it is one thing, to be famous for it is another. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say famous, but uh, yeah, okay. So, couple of years, so Jimmy Kimmel, the talk show host in America, has a segment called Mean Tweets. Where he, you know, they they go through Twitter and you know find mean tweets about the 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 yeah, it's one of those like snapped for YouTube type segments. Yeah, and it, on talk shows. Yeah, yeah, and this is on YouTube. It's some I can't find it, but it is there. Um, and I was randomly tagged in it by someone who was like, "Do you know you're on Jimmy Kimmel?" I'm like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like well, seven or eight years ago now at this point, but. <laughs> I'm not. This is not a joke. This actually, this is a real. I know thing. that's why it's funny. So what happened was, um, and again, I'm trying to like not get us in trouble. Um, so I, <laughs> everything I'm saying is real. This is this all happened. So you know, I apologize in advance. Um, I was dating a girl a couple of years ago who was really into, you know, the the, the nerve fighters. Is that what they're called? I don't know. The the, the Hank Green person. They wrote those terrible books. You know, the, the you kid mean Hank Green. I, I don't know. They wrote the terrible books, like two kids. Like, like Fault in Our Stars. Kind that's of thing. the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had, Paper the, Towns. Yes. I've dying, seen a fair yeah, few of them. Yeah. They're like dying or something. And then they like. That, that's Fault in Our Stars. I don't know. Trash anyway, right? <laughs> but but she was a big fan of it, right? And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll go. And it was like a book launch. So I had a signed copy of it and I burned it. Um, 
And I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. So I went along. So anyway. wait, why did you burn it though? Like, give us, give us the context. Oh no, I didn't burn. I just like threw it into a fire because didn't want it. <laughs> okay, fairly dramatic, but sure, keep going. No, it's the, it, it's it's better with fire than it is as like a source of fuel than than as reading material. Anyway, that's my review. Don't read that book. Don't give them money. Anyway, um, so what happened was we went to this thing anyway, right? And I was like, all right, and I didn't care because I was just like whatever but she had like they want they, they got to meet them and he signed things i'll always be courteous to people who are you know are signing things because you know it, it's not it's nice to be nice and i literally had no no attachment to this i wouldn't have been quote unquote mean mm. unless i had a reason to so yeah the book might be garbage and the writing might be terrible and their shower really is really annoying and all kinds of, but that's all fine people can do what they want the Can problem... I just interrupt here? Is this is this an Andor situation? Did you read the book? I would not read that trashy for real. Yeah, um, on but... brand, right? Keep going. <laughs> but anyway, right? That all might be fine. This none of this was the problem, right? Well, the problem became when they started meeting their fans, right? And one of them wanted to shake the hand, right? And he wouldn't do it, right? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of. That's kind of, you know, that just rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, listen, you're only here because these people bought your terrible book. You should probably go and, you know, take the picture and shake the hands and all that kind of stuff. So, and these these are like kids that were like, you know, from like 16 all the way up to 20. I think it was like, what, 24 at the time or something like that. So, mm. you know, they, they were all like, you know, as they would be. And it just kind of shook, you know, hit, hit me the wrong way, you know. Yeah, and then I I did some more research on the shows, and for ages afterwards, every time I went on YouTube, it was just recommending their their really lame YouTube channel. And apparently, their their YouTube channel is a big deal. But I'm like, well, these guys are, you know, the word I want to use, I'm not I'm not sure I'm allowed to use, um, d bags, um. So that's that's the phrase. We're on at five. I know that's why I didn't say it. So that's that's the phrase. Sing a song. Get it struck for copyright. Get it struck for copyright. (laughs) So, so that that's the phrase that you know that was going through my head, right? And then you know, I, I tweeted out at some point in the heat of passion. Mm. I was like, "Wow, I can't remember offhand, but something like, well, uh, these guys are incredibly annoying. If I have to look at either one of these, that word that I just used, um, one more time, and his annoying brother, I think I'm going to puke. You should be able to meet. You should shake your fans' hands." Anyway, something like that. I'm paraphrasing mm. myself. So yeah. that was the tweet, and it ended up on Jimmy Kimmel. Really, including the shaking hands bit. Yeah. And what did he say? Oh, nothing. They're you know they just they just played it off as a as a thing. Okay. But because right, uh, like cause to I mean not to detract from your fame, but like you know it's I I kind of wouldn't think anything of it myself. Like one or two of the DCC. People don't want to do that, and like, no, you, well, don't, this, you don't know what people like are kind no, of. No, well, this is this, that's after COVID. I mean, I mean, now fair enough. I could understand, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like this was them just being, you know, it, it just the whole thing was quite, mm. the whole thing was quite. It left a very bad taste on it. Now, again, I, I have no attachment to these people. I have no, um, you know, I, I'm not part of the fandom. Let's say. But mm. I'm like, wow, you're only like in my in my personal opinion, I'm like, you know, if you're a musician or you're, you might not owe them it, you know, and I know it can get a bit hazy with certain mm. things. But I'm also like when it's something that niche, it's like, hey, your fans come out, go and like 
be appreciative that they're there because you're literally only here because of them, you know? It's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Like you said, it is a tricky there one. Is, there it isn't is... there isn't an entitlement no, on the fans' but... part, but if it's an event in which the obvious selling point is for your fans to meet you. I feel like there's a kind of an unspoken contract. That's that how I see it too. The that, interactions that's too. Yeah. are valuable, you know? Yeah, that's how I'd see it too. I mean, obviously you're not like, you know, there's a whole Reddit thread of like uncomfortable wrestlers with like... Even weird, I, weird, the weird most fans. normie person here, have seen that, yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's just <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like there is that side of it too. But, um, you know, for this specific thing, because of what it was, like again, I probably shouldn't have even been there. Because this was for, you know, I took a ticket probably from someone who was like, scream, would have been screaming and crying, you know. Yeah, you, were, you weren't the target demographic. Like, no, you weren't coming to this uncritically, like. No, but this, I think that's why it annoyed me so much, because I'm like, how are you, you know, how are you not, like, appreciative of this, mm. you know? And then I, I saw the terrible movie, and I'm like, what is this, <laughs> you know? So yeah, wait a minute. you had this experience and you're like, oh, I bet this is rubbish. Can't wait to see the film. No, I don't. The movie was on and I was like, let's watch this trash. And I wasn't disappointed. I was like, this movie is the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, so and I've seen some terrible films because I like terrible films, but it's like they're dying. OK, I don't want to see this. Yeah, but there's a lot of films <laughs> where... There are a lot of films where people are dying and they're good, you know? Yeah, but this wasn't one of them. This was like, okay. they're, they're dying and sad. It's like, you know, no, this isn't fun. So I think I didn't watch The Room after. That made that was that was more fun. Not the horrible yeah. one, the fun one. The, the Oh, the bad one? No, I just watched a bad movie. No, no, <laughs> but like the bad room or the good room, as it were. Oh, yeah, 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 no, the bad one. Well, the the, no, and hang on now, because the bad room is good, and the good room is also very upsetting. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Not yes. the upsetting one. Okay. But yeah. but the upsetting one gets points because my dad played on the soundtrack. Oh, oh that's and, that's cool. And that's my claim to fame. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. But the thing about it is, it's like if anyone's listening right now and is a big, what did he call them? Nerf nerf herders? Nerf herders? In nerf Star herders. Wars. No, I think there's I mean, some... I mean, I mean, I mean, in, in Star Trekkers. Yeah, no, there's some kind of name that 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 they have. I don't know. Listen, here's the thing, right? We're going to sit down. Kids, listen, if you're a fan of these people, don't be. Move on. And there you go. Please stay tuned for our DCC coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Where we brag about meeting Michelle Gomez in March or whatever. <laughs> no, I mean they're fine. Like I, I just I don't know why these like they they do stupid little like YouTube videos where it's like, hey, I'm gonna tell you about Roman history. I'm like, listen, you are oh, you are tangenting. Way no, they do, they do. This is the thing. For months, for months, I got like stupid. <laughs> for months, I got stupid video recommendations of these people, and I was like, oh, you're such. <laughs> You know what, bags? I'm like, sorry, you've gone into total old man yells a cloud moment. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm Hi, sorry. Kids. What, what's the Hank Green people on YouTube talking about Rome connections? <laughs> they do a video about it and it's all wrong. And you have such a smug attitude and you're like, oh my God, talk to your fans. You know, so annoying. Anyway. You know what's going to happen now. You're going to get a fan and you're going to let them down no. at the next Comic-Con. 
Oh, I'd never do that. I'd never do that. <laughs> it, let people listening, it could be you. It could be you. <laughs> Contact us now. Oh, my God. You know, here's All the, right. if I ever write a book, right, and it ever gets, like, popular enough to yeah. do that, and you don't, and you're not, like, a proper, like, you're not a, I don't know. I just, look, I've met lots of authors, right? And I met lots of, like, uh, actors and that kind of stuff. And none of them have been like that. I went over to um to England to see Census Fail. The singer not only knew who I who I was because I like tweeted about it, he purposely went over and hung out for a while. And I was like, holy hell, that's unreal. Yeah, I mean, I will I will second you on that, which is I was like, like I couldn't believe uh, that he even knew who I was or thing, but he's like, Yeah, aren't you didn't you come all the way from Mar? And I'm like, Yeah, and he goes, Oh, that was so rad. You know, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be, not just do not touch me, peasant. It's like what is your deal? Your book is terrible. You have no right to be here. Yeah, no, and that's what I was going to say, which is, like, I talked about it last week a bit with um, uh, Prim meeting one of the Doctor Who's, Sylvester McCoy. Like, when you go to get an autograph or a sign thing or something like that, you're not really paying for the autograph no, or whatever. you don't you're, care about You're that, going really. for the experience of meeting them and hopefully getting a story or something meaningful or something like that. And the odd time, you know what? They're people. Sometimes they're just not chatty and that's fine. You've got no expectations of that. But the odd time when they're really nice and they really surprise you in the best way possible, it stays with you. Don't you know, like Marina Service from Star Trek gave us baby advice. Uh, <laughs> John Delancey, also from Star Trek, came over in the break and chatted with me and my mates about his holidays and stuff and asked us questions and stuff. Like Sylvester McCoy blew raspberries with my three-year-old the odd time or like um uh the robocop guy i'm afraid his name is falling out of my head but he like actually kind of came over and chatted to us because i mean prim's middle name is named after him you know and gave us a free photo and stuff you know like those odd those little touches peter weller peter weller validated for meeting them and all that kind of stuff they stick with you and i'm sure the reverse also sticks as well doesn't it well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have cared either way. I would have been like, okay, this was a waste of a day. But I, it was more the fact that, like, these people were really, like, obsessed with them. Mm. It was like, well, if they're that obsessed with it, the least... And, I mean, they knew. Like, obviously, they, they gave their little speech and they were like, buy my book. And they're like, they already bought your book. You don't need to sell it again. Um, But it's more just kind of like, you know, they were aware that it only happened because of them. And at the same time, they're like, well, you know... I don't know. It's just, it's just, it was very weird. It was a very weird thing to see, you know? And the fact that nobody else was sitting there, and my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, yeah, that's what they're like. I'm like, wow. Oh, um, like, kind of like, oh, yeah, well, that's celebrities, like that kind of way. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, like, but yeah. by that, not, not to credit, like, or to contradict the person who you're talking about who I've never met. I'm sure they're lovely. But, uh, like, if that's your attitude, like, why are you there? You know. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly where it was, and you know, then it just kind of rubbed me more the wrong way in that way, and then those videos started, and I was just like, oh, I hate yeah. this. So yeah. I mean, here's the thing: if I never, you know, on the one hand, yeah, it's funny I was on Jimmy Kimmel, but it's also like, you know, I can't believe these guys, you know, swindled everybody into, you know, buying their book and. Well, not swindling like if they enjoyed it that's fine did you, you see know? how bad that movie was 
No, I didn't see the film, but like I think of Twilight and like how overblown the hatred was for it in retrospect. It oh was no, like, Twilight no. is bad. Well, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it is, but like I, I read the first book. to the hatred, like it feels a bit silly like, in Twilight, retrospect. Like Twilight is so bad that Anna Kendrick has publicly announced it, and she was in it. She for, she actually forgot she was in it. Exactly, she forgot she was in it. And then the that is true. The odd time it. I see Twilight on TV, I get surprised when she turns up. It's, it's like, weird, isn't it? You're like, it's oh. like an SNL or something where they like edit a celebrity into an existing film. You're just like, what are you doing there? <laughs> yeah, I, look, I don't know. All I'm saying is, you know, if, if if you're a fan of this stuff and you've been horribly offended by what we said, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to raise the quality here of Nerdum away it, from... Also, this is an opinion piece. Oh, this is a fact, Katie. <laughs> uh, this is objectively terrible. Sarah, in the, in the edit, could you also put the word allegedly in about 23 and a half times? It doesn't need, it doesn't need to be in the grammatically correct places. You just sort of have it blaring like a silent alarm or something in the background. Well, I really see, appreciate that. Well, see, this is my experience of what happened. And it's and I mean the thing about it is you if someone can find actually if someone can find that clip because I did have it at some point but it is gone if someone can find it I'd really appreciate it because it is actually quite funny um I mean it's the funniest they've ever been reading my material so I mean that's it that oh well, right? great now there's two famous people after you that's right? all we need but well, who's the first one <laughs> what and what Hank Green doesn't count oh he's not famous he's a flu. Um, oh, oh, the, the fame has gone to your head, Dara. Who's the first oh, person? Secondhand Jimmy Kimmel fame. Ah, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Words that have never been said. Anyway, anyway, go on. There's, yes. my, there, there's my story. Anyway, from moving about talking about some film you all forgot about from 10 years ago to films you remember or possibly have forgotten about from last year. That's my segue. I went through so. this list and I forgot a lot of these movies even came out. Well, <laughs> that is 2021 in a nutshell because... Or 2022. Uh, see, I've already forgotten it. You um, forgot it already. <laughs> 2022 was a weird one because 2021 was cinematically, was only like tentatively open. And we will talk about TV as well. But a lot of TV shows from 2021 were kind of holdovers from other things and all that kind of stuff. 2022, touch wood, uh, was the year where it seemed like things were sort of getting back to normal. So there's a lot of weird films in the mix here. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you say you have a list, Sarah, do you? Yeah. Okay, I have a list of films I've seen and films I haven't, and maybe will overlap. I'm just going to start with ones that went up on streaming services over Christmas. Because that there's a, I'm fairly sure that more people have seen them than ones they forgot about in March and stuff. Uh, did anyone manage to see uh, Top Gun Maverick? Yes. No. Yes. Did we no. review it on this show? I do not know. In that case, we're covering it again because if it's worth seeing twice, it's worth reviewing twice. Um, <laughs> it is. I will say it is my three-year-old daughter's favorite film. We have watched it twelve times. And I went into it with weirdly low expectations because of even though people I really trusted hyped it up. Um, it's yeah, it's incredible. And I'm not even usually a Tom Cruise film kind of person. Oh, no. Here's but, the thing. Here's the thing, Keen, right? Yeah. Tom Cruise, you know. Stuff we can't say on the radio. 
Oh, oh, now you're getting worried about stuff we can't say. No, the difference is I'm going to cut out that entire first segment and have it on the internet only so we don't get kicked off the radio. That's 15 <laughs> minutes. I, I'm aware, so we're going to have to go 15 minutes over. Oh, sugar. <laughs> I've got work in the morning, dude. That's, I know, I know, I know. That's true. <laughs> I didn't expect to go on a rant. I should have said, you know, no fault in our stars. Yeah, no yeah Star look, Wars. look, look. Don't, don't add more. Top gun, top guns. Top gun. No, here's the thing, though, right? With, with Tom Cruise, it's like, yeah, look. His personal life, whatever, whatever. If he's in a movie, I will go see it. Okay. It will be unreal. I mean, and the Mission Impossible I mean, films have been getting consistently better. He does not make bad movies, legitimately. Ah, I don't, don't go too far. I know he doesn't. No, he like in the recent mommy. Years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. That that's that's fair. Katie. I, okay, that's fair. That <laughs> didn't have Christopher. Is it? Who's who's his producer? Is it Christopher McQuarrie? Or I noticed there's a, even though he didn't direct. No, um, I mean, I mean, like, okay, Top right. Two. He was the producer on it from the Mission Impossible things. Yeah, the Mission Impossible movies, um, Top Gun, um, what's it, Oblivion, mm. um, Live, Die, Repeat. Like, these oh, are, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, they're all like really, really solid movies. I think it's just like good action movies that have like a good, good premise or good producer. He's yeah. fine. Um, and and look, Top Gun. I I randomly I didn't see the first one. I still haven't seen the first one. Right. Oh, the first one over Christmas. It's it's very eighties, but it's also very good. Yeah, I mean, I just love this movie though. It's, Sorry to people who like eighties films for that, but like you I know, know what I mean. mean. I mean, it is the quintessential. Like, like the, the closest I saw to the first movie was Hot Shots. Do you guys remember Hot Shots? The parody, oh, yeah. Yeah. parody. Hot Shots. Yeah. yeah, so good. And I mean, yeah, I saw the first one, so I think it's like the same movie. But um, you know, when when I saw this one, I was just like, wow, why is this actually so good? And then it's like, well, Tom Cruise and it's a well-made movie. So, yeah, absolutely. Probably one of the movies of the year. Oh, I think it's there's I'm going to make a case for another film in a minute. But like, yeah, I think people have generally agreed. This is the film that 2022 will be remembered for. And it's really strange because I know that to some degree it's around. There's spoilers that still people don't want to talk about. But mm. um, it's it's people like haven't really pinned down what it is they like about it. What specifically? Obviously good. the flight stuff is good. The no, it's just good. It's I know, but that's, what, but like it took me a year to see Mad Max Fury Road, for example, but mm. I already knew, okay, there's a big chase scene. There's this, uh, Tom Hardy barely talks. There's the choreography. So-and-so, but I heard nothing about Top Gear Maverick, yeah. even though I saw it at Christmas when it'd been out for like six months. It's well, there isn't Look, like some sort of central thing that people are latching onto that they like about it. You know what I mean? But it's just been so much garbage out, you know, um, or, or just like if, with action movies. That's that's kind of because uh, I've, I've been thinking about it, too. Right. And obviously, like, you know, it's always going to be Morbin time. So we're not going to talk about Morbius because <laughs> best movie ever made. Put that on the list. Things right. we're not talking about. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you look at some of the biggest movies this year, like, seriously, they've kind of been terrible. And there's loads of different reasons they've been terrible. Either they're disappointing, there's no real hook, it's like a soulless cash grab. It's, you know, and I mean, you can say that about the 355, which I actually enjoyed, but it's completely forgettable. You probably didn't know it existed. Um, but uh, Un- Uncharted, which was the definition of soulless, I really enjoyed it, but, you know, there was nothing there. You know, empty popcorn movies where you can mm. watch them go, oh, it was all right, and then never think about it again. I think when it comes to something like Top Gun, it has some kind of soul to it. You know, it's like... Well, it would have to because it's a sequel to a film from such 30 years ago. You know, not, it's not it's not a franchise launcher. It's just a sequel. But it's not and, even a sequel. 
I mean, the thing about it is, it, it could, it, it, it's more like a movie they picked up. Actually, you know what it is? I'm going to break my rule, so I apologize. It's exactly what, oh God, I want to say it. It's, exactly, it's okay, we're thinking it. It's exactly what Star Wars should have been. Right? It's, exa- <laughs> it's exactly what, yeah, I know. Where's I know. the stop recording button? I know. It, no, but I mean, if you look at, if you look at um, The Force, and I'll keep this really short. If you look at The Force Awakens, right? Top Gun Maverick is exactly what people thought The Force Awakens was. Mm. And it wasn't, right? I mean, you could actually build a franchise around Top Gun. I think they actually are. Um, oh, they probably will, yeah. Yeah, or at least some kind too of much show. money involved. Well, Paramount Plus, I mean, you, you can totally do it. But, you know, it, 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 it establishes the world. It brings up all the main characters. It, it has your, your big character moment, the hands mm-hmm. over to the future. Everyone has a happy ending, blah, 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 blah. And then it, it sets up for future stories. It, it's the complete opposite of what happened with The Force Awakens. And I think that's probably what it is because it's, it's not cynical. It's, it's no, bizarre. actually, you've, you've, you've just said what I was about to say, which was that I was blown away by how incredibly sincere. Yeah, I think Top that's what Gun you like Maverick is. Like, it yeah. really cares about the yeah. characters from the first film, even if yeah. you haven't seen it. And that does. Come, and it cares about the characters in its film. Yeah. Like, you come away really liking everyone. But that's what's supposed to be. I mean, when you watch The Force Awakens, you're like, oh, everyone's a piece of you know what? And it's terrible. And, you know, and then there's mystery boxes. It's like it was made by a competent film director. J.J. Mm. Abrams isn't. So, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I get what you're, we're not going to segue. Into we're, we're not going to uh, segue. Into, oh. OK, well, then <laughs> tell you what, we're, we're in uh, Katie. I, can't, I didn't hear. Did you chime in about this yet? I didn't because I haven't seen either yeah. of them. OK. Um, OK. Well, okay, you've seen what, Star Wars. That's impressive. But, what, but no, we... I mean, I haven't seen either of the Top Guns. Okay. Oh, that's fair. All right. What, so. well, okay. How about this? How about this? Katie, what movie from 2022 would you recommend? <laughs> You're not going to like my answer. Go on. Is it Morbin Time? It's not Morbin Time. It's uh, it's quite time. strange. Mm. Go on. No, that's it. Strange. <laughs> what? Wasn't that, wasn't that 2022? Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Oh, no. I like Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange a lot. A, yeah. a Sam Mendes Marvel horror film. What's not to like? I totally Sam get that. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Sam no, Raimi. Yeah. I I really like Doctor Strange too. Yeah. 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 No, I thought it was amazing. Like everyone else that I know that saw it just ha- hated it so much. But I thought it was just really dumb and fun. No, yeah. I mean I I really didn't ha- like. Look, my biggest problem with it, right? I'll be honest with you. And this was confirmed by someone who worked in in Marvel. Um, they had the British Museum. They didn't use it. <laughs> they randomly used it with the Illuminati. That was my biggest problem with it. Right, and we're he, moving on. We're moving British on. British Museum. It's going on my list. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a member just, now. I'm gonna try and zip through just the things that went up on streaming services over Christmas to so get through a bit faster. Uh, yeah. Glass Onion. Uh, yeah. Did anyone see the the Knives Out sequel? Yes, <laughs> it's woeful. I I quite liked it. I love the first one. Um, there is a nine-hour documentary about why it's so bad, <laughs> and I've watched them. That's such a bloody our generation thing. Oh, I you know, you know, I you, hate this two-hour film. I'm gonna watch a nine-hour YouTube video about are, why are, I don't like this film. Are, are, are you not aware of the fifteen-hour uh, breakdown of Star Wars? Uh, the Phantom oh, Mass? nothing and, would surprise me about Star Wars at this point. A hundred and fifty-one-hour project. 
to actually if break you down. Know, if you told me there was a 15-hour video, I would say that's Star Wars. You don't need to tell me. No, there is. Mahler, he's unreal. Okay, well, send me a link. But Star, no one hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans. It's a complete other level. Oh, that's true. Like, that's true. Like the Doctor <laughs> Who fans, uh, bad as like bad as they can be sometimes. And even though I love Doctor Who, like with the Whitaker era, they are like in the paddling pool compared to the people who hate Star Wars. You know? Oh, you're not a Star Wars fan unless you hate it. Ugh. It's the, it's the truth. <laughs> I know I'm married to one. Uh, <laughs> oh, Stevie's the best though. <laughs> so, it's so funny. He's asleep. Uh, it's fine. Um, so okay, moving on quickly. Quick, but no, actually, no. Let's not. Let's dwell on this. Let's review. So, what did you not like about uh, Glass Onion? No, I thought I didn't. I didn't like it per se. I mean, it was just the first one was so good. Um, like it was really, really good. Mm. It was just that there's just so much stupid stuff that happens in it. Like, I mean, it, yeah, there's some of it in the first one, but I mean, to boil it down, it was like. The whole movie didn't need to happen, right? Without getting into spoilers, it's a murder mystery. That it's the most obvious murder mystery in the world, and the did the butler of... do it? No, the rich millionaire did. Ah. Uh, but they're all rich. That's not a spoiler. They're all rich millionaires. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a. I, I, yeah, thank just, you. Just, I, I don't want to get in trouble on that. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No, thank you for catching me. No, I mean it's like it's the most. It's the most. Everything you think that's going to happen happens. And the whole conceit behind it do- didn't need to happen. At I, all I wouldn't agree with you there. The the act two twist and people who've seen it will know but what I mean. But it's not a twist. It catch me off guard. But it's not a twist when you watch it again. Well, obviously, it's not a twist when you watch it again. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. Oh, no. It's not okay. a twist when you're expecting it. No, 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 no. Sorry. I mean, damn it, Keen, you're really on me today. <laughs> 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 no, I was I mean, gentle with you last week because you've been hassled by the Vatican. Today I'm, that's, I'm that's treating you fair. like you're awake. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, I mean like it's just when you're watching it again and you see the breadcrumbs, um, they're not as like it's not like the not, you know when you're watching a movie and you're like oh hell, you're trying to figure it out, and then we watch the second time you're like oh okay how did I miss that? It's like when you're watching this the second time you're like oh no, my god I would agree how did that, I miss? But like I what I would I miss, say. You know? to that particular point is that it make, puts on a great show to, again, not trying to spoil too much. It puts on a great show to basically make you not think of the obvious thing. Okay, that's fair. as a sequel to Knives Out is quite a good approach. I can't really say more than that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, leave it at that. I mean, I don't yeah. want to ruin it for anyone because, it, it, you know, that's the fun of those movies mm. um, and the whole genre itself. So... Fair enough. I, I I will take your point on yeah. that. If you, uh, however, actually, if you want a more traditional uh kind of murder whodunit thing, there's a really good one uh starring Saoirse Ronan called "See How They Run" on yeah, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, you good, saw yeah. that one, did you? Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's if because I know that like the Knives Out films can be a bit off-putting because they're mm. so obvious and it's mm. humor and that kind of stuff. Uh, like "See How They Run" is like the very quaint counterpart to it. It's yeah. like, for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, it's a murder mystery that takes place in a stage performance of Agatha Christie's The Mousetrap. Yeah, like It's, it's very, good. very genre savvy and it's very kind of funny and it is set in like the 30s uh, as, and it's got a fantastic cast. So, Sam like, Rockwell's in it. So, Sam Rockwell's in the co-lead, that's right. But uh, also like, um, what's it? One of the guys from Inside Number Nine is in it as well. That's right, Reese Shearsmith yeah. is in it. So like, uh, like it's funny because like Knives Out, Glass Onion, they have their star-studded American cast. Hmm. See how they run has the like 
Irish English kind of theater stars yeah with like Adrian Brody kind of thrown in to have a name there like mm. you know so it's Very really good. interesting to see the two compared you know yeah no I I genuinely would prefer that one but uh before we go too deep into this um I kind of want to twist this a little bit sure and talk about some weird movies because I mean there's, there's the big ones we talk about but I mean I oh just... yeah of course of course and I... and and Katie by the way interrupt us because Absolutely. like Otherwise, you're not going to get a word in, I suspect. No. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm just chilling. I'm vibing sure? here. That's this is fair. audio. They can't see you. If you're not talking, you vanish. That's totally fine with me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> only, All right. Ka- I only interrupt you, Dara. Please go on. Only Katie may, may dance. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So I have a Sydney World black card, right? So I go see. I try to I try to get to movies once a week, either before something or after something or whatever, just to use it. So I've been I've been seeing a lot of movies, right? And I have seen a lot of movies this year. And I actually forgot I saw all these movies because I mean, some of them are just forgettable. Mm. So ones that are quite weird um, that I'd recommend. Uma, Uma is really weird. It's a Korean American movie about this, um, basically about this mom who dies, and her this grandmother who dies, and it's it's about the relationship between her daughter and her daughter's daughter. And been haunt- haunted by this Korean spirit. Uh, it's just very spooky and good, but it's not like. Is it like a horror or is it like a character drama? It's a thriller. It's a thriller. It's a thriller. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's a thriller. It will, I'm going to get the horrors in a second, but it's okay. a thriller, but it's kind of fra- uh, framed as a horror, but just has a really good spirit to it, you know? Um, ah, so I, a good spirit. Oh, yeah, very good. Uh, I do, I, you know, that was quite good. Crimes of Future, <laughs> I actually walked out of. It's Cronenberg's new movie, and I walked out of it because it was trash. But some people really liked it, so I mean, eh, fair enough. What was the name of the film? Uh, Crimes of the Future. I have not heard of this at all. Okay. The Watcher. I also walked out of. Uh, it's a it's a Bulgarian movie, I believe, but it was incredibly boring, and I was like, oh. Well, you're a proper like cinema goer, then. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'll, I'll watch anything, man. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have less rants about things on the internet. This needs to be a proper ongoing thing. Now that we know this. Fair, fair. Um, the Watcher is not very good, or Watcher, the Watcher is quite good. Watcher isn't very good, but you know, I just it was very, really, really slow. Okay, Orphan First Kill is very good, though. That's like a sequel that really no, it's a prequel, but like Orphan, it has a really good twist to it. But you already know what's coming, but it has the right. deeper twist to it, which makes the first movie even better. So, absolutely do watch the Orphan uh series. Uh, Men is. Bizarre. I remember we covered that. Yeah, yeah, that is a bizarre. That's on Amazon Prime at the moment. If you haven't seen, oh, I'm gonna watch that then. The last twenty minutes are gonna warp you for life, Kane. I apologize because it is fine. If it sounds good enough, I don't mind. Smile is very good too. Um, if you haven't, oh yeah, seen I heard surprisingly. I think I heard surprisingly good reviews about that one because it yeah, looks like it's... a sort of a trashy, like uh, sort of get your money and run type horror movie, you know? No, it's actually not. It's the complete opposite. It's actually very, very good. Uh, the Invitation is very good until it isn't. Very <laughs> heavy handed with its messaging, mm. but it is very good as well. Pray for the Devil is absolute garbage, but I love it because I love exorcism movies. Um, X is also very bad. X is very bad, yeah. X is very bad. I was Yeah, that was next on my list. Yeah. It's just called Katie, X. Yeah, why, called did X. You, why did you think it was bad? It was just... It was like I didn't watch all of it. I actually walked out of it. But okay. it was like it was bad acting. It yes. was like here's Jenna Ortega for no reason. I was about yes. to say I'm it was up basic... Jenny, Jenna Ortega's in it. Yeah, but it was basically just porn. It was, yeah. 
Well, that was the plot. It was a, they were shooting a porn movie. Yeah, mm. but like there was a lot of them actually shooting the porn movie. Yeah, the, yeah, a lot of it was actually. That's a very good point. But Jenna Ortega, it, it's been a weird year for her because obviously she's uh, blown up now in, uh, in um in Wednesday, but mm. she was also in Scream, which was very good. She was also in the Babysitter too, which was terrible. I've not seen the bit, and she was also in the MCU as well. She's in Iron Man Three. Uh, yeah, yeah, she plays the president's uh, crippled daughter, I think. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. like the it was the vice president who wanted yes. like the the extremists to work. Oh my yes. god, what a blast yeah. in the past! Um, but no, Scream Five was it? Yeah, Scream Five or Six? Mm. No, Scream Five. Yeah, um, Scream Five is very good. Obviously, Jenna Ortega was in it before she kind of like blew up. Um, surprisingly good movie to be fair but Scream 4 is actually wonderful too if you guys haven't watched that like uh, that movie ages like fine wine um, the third one ages like milk but um, yeah it's very good uh, hold on what's the next the next movie here hold on well I'll tell you what while you're looking up your list there's one more streaming one and we're we should be ashamed for not bringing it up quicker which mm-hmm. is The Banshee of Inisherin. Uh have either of you watched this yet? I saw that in a movie yeah, yeah I, I yeah, have seen excellent. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Casey, you're you're tagged in. What were your thoughts on it? It, um, how can I say this nicely? I didn't hate it, so don't take this as me hating it. Mm. It was a movie that happened, and I saw it, and <laughs> that's pretty much it. You know, it's... like it's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie either. Okay, I actually, I, I stumbled across some context for this uh, by, because uh, you'd know, uh, Column, obviously, Katie, uh, uh, which was uh, a friend of mine who actually, who works kind of uh, in the theatres and that kind of stuff. He was telling me that, like, basically Martin McDonough has a trilogy of plays set around the different Irish islands, or two plays, and what was supposed to be the third one, and he never wrote it. And he took this stage play that never got produced and made it into the Banshee of Inisherin, which is why it has that slow, very deliberate. That wh- makes sense. Where is this going? Quality. Yeah, I that, do that wonder if it. Sense. I I really enjoyed it. I do a bit like, uh, way back when when Tarantino did the Hateful Eight. I do wonder if it would be better on a stage because you have that live atmosphere to it. But I, <coughs> pardon me, I love the Banshee of Inisherin. I love this pacing. Yeah, I like how, I'm. How hypnotic not, and strange it was, you know. Yeah, like it, 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 it was well shot. It was well acted. You know, like I, I have mm. nothing to say against it, other than it just, you know, it was a movie. Yes. You know, it was a movie, except it that was, it was a play, but it is also a movie. Yeah, that's you know, I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It like it was a good movie, but I've seen it now, and I don't need to see it again because I've seen it. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, as because like I spent most of my first viewing of it nervous because mm. I was terrified something bad was going to happen, and uh, like you know, bad things do happen, but like it's uh, nothing too gory or anything like that. You uh, know? I, uh, I I personally really liked it because uh, like um, Martin McDonough's a weird one for me. In Bruges mm. is one of my favorite films, but like the the next two the the one set in Hollywood and then the billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I, I just felt they were slightly too abstract for me. 
they had a sort of a weird, like, I know people love them, but they had a weird kind of static pace to them. And I kept kind of waiting for them to go, okay, what's the point? What's the payoff? And kind of not getting off those films. But again, it's, look, I'm never going to make a film as good as him. I wouldn't say Banshees of Inishiran had a payoff. It just kind of, it just kind of, it, it was a movie that had a duration and then it ends, but nothing actually resolves. No, but why? I, but the reason I liked Banshee more than those other two examples is they make a point of spelling out that living on the island is not good for anyone on the island. Mm. And the sister wanting to get off the island highlights that. So yeah. that, that staticness becomes a feature of the film setting, yeah. which livened it up for me you know mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of like all right if i lived here i this i would probably end up doing what brendan gleason does yeah and like it, it does <laughs> it does give the the whole kind of country living on an island in the middle of nowhere vibe as well in that like there's nothing for anyone to do other than just go and sit in the pub all yeah day, every exactly day. like like if you've bothered the woman who runs the one shop where everything goes through you are done in the community because yeah. what are you going to do? You can't eat like, you know, it had that lovely parochial feel to it. You can't avoid people because there's one road and you yeah. all walk down the same road and you're going to bump into each other. Like it's I felt the island getting smaller as the film went along. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like there's one pub and yes, everybody knows everybody. And so everybody knows everyone's business. And mm. All this, yeah, like, like, it was, it was well done, and I, I like the fact as well that a lot of, um, a lot of non-Irish people didn't get that it was a period piece. <laughs> I did. I will. You confess, know what though? Sorry, I was I wanna... wondering about that myself for the first twenty minutes or so. What are you going to yeah, say there? I was going to jump in there because I, I didn't, you know, I think Katie hit all the points and so did you. Again, mm. I was the same for the first couple of minutes. Obviously, I knew it was a period piece, but I'm like, when is this set? <laughs> and no, then. I mean, yeah, they made a reference to the Civil, the Civil War. War to be honest, that's 20s. not just a Banshee of Inisherin thing. Every time something is set in Ireland, I'm like, okay, we are we in the 1700s or the 1970s? Uh, you don't know. In America, yeah. could be either. Who yeah. knows? No, no, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, that was, you know, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that had that moment where yeah. I'm like, where's, when is this set? Like, yeah. I mean, right, it's either, the, you know, I, but it was surprising when he said the Civil War because, I mean, it added that, extra layer to it which you don't really yeah see that much. yeah it's you you're really... absolutely right there because it's like all the most dramatic things in irish history are happening about 15 miles of water away mm. and all of you are walking around the same road going to the same pub over and over again like you're in a time bubble yeah mm-hmm. you know i almost would have liked the film more if wi-fi suddenly turned up and you just found out that these people are just in purgatory doing the same thing over and over again. And it's like post-apocalyptic or something. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was It was just kind of weird, but I mean, it added to that oppressive nature of mm. it, like where it was like, yeah, as you said, it was, it was small town Ireland, but magnified because yes. it was literally a small island, you know, yeah. smaller island than, than Ireland itself. But no, very, I mean, if very, you haven't... Very small. Mm. Like if you haven't seen it, I would say absolutely go see it. Um, I went to go yeah. see it instead of going to see Black Panther two, because I was like, oh, I'm not watching. You know, that. I really like yeah. Black Panther two, but good call. Yeah, I mean, fair. Which, but... by the way, just for to 
to date this to our time, the, that film went up on Disney Plus today, which is at the time of recording, uh, which is also where the Banshee of Inisherin. So you can reenact Dara's experience on which, Disney Plus, which was surprising, actually. I mean, I didn't like it. Obviously, wasn't an Irish film. Again, mm. continue, continuing the grand tradition of the best things made about Ireland aren't made in Ireland mm. or made by Irish. It people. was made by an Irish playwright, though. It was, with, but it was it wasn't produced. Like yeah. I mean, you know. I see what you mean. Yeah, the normal people thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and also the father Ted thing and everything. And everything. And Terry everything. girls, you name yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Please, so the... please don't sue us, whoever's listening. Uh, but, um, okay, so I also want to, now, I know, I know that you um, had a film you were looking up, but I want to zip through some highlights, some of which we've already reviewed. So I want... No, sk- sk- skip over the ones that we've already done. I... You're going to have to stop me if I haven't. My favorite film of the year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yeah. Very good. Up on Amazon Prime. I'm 99% sure that Kev covered it already. It has been covered, yeah. Yes, there you are. The Batman, I think we must have reviewed three times. Great movie. I'm not going to say anything more about that. Um, The Northman, which I caught on TV, was really good. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. The new, have you seen it, have you? I haven't seen it yet, no. It's, it's, well, for anyone listening, it's the new film from the maker of The Lighthouse, the strange film with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. And the witch. It's very, very strange. Not quite as good as that film, but a good, like, Hollywood-style thing from that director. Mm. Uh, we are not talking about more of in time, I guess. Um, no, we can't, <laughs> we, we can't. We discuss Black Adam was surprisingly good. Uh, oh, here's the thing. So we, we had a bit of, uh, I had a bit of uh, a crash, a, a run in with, with our friends over in Geek Ireland um, oh, yeah. about this. Yeah. And I was like, Black Adam and Black Panther. Oh, they gave it a one star. I mean, yeah, I do get, but, I get where they're coming from. No, completely. but it's it's the same movie as Black Panther 2, just done better. And they disagree. And they give Black Panther 2 a 7 out of 10, I think. And they give that 1 out of 10. I'm like, it's the same movie, but you have The Rock. And I'm like, the rock is the rock. He's the people's champion. So I fundamentally <laughs> the people's elbow. Exactly. I so I, I fundamentally disagree, but you know, whatever. I would still say Black Adam. I really like it. I think it's yeah. great. You have Superman. I, it's black. You know. It's it's hard to tell because I can never tell with DC whether they're good or they're good by accident. I but, think it's good by accident. But I think black it's genuinely good by accident. Where it's like, oh look, they're doing Deadpool again. Oh look, they're doing Giant Man again. Oh look, they're doing Doctor Strange again. And uh, then they started like twisting my expectations. Yeah. And I can't go. If this is is this a dumb movie that's gotten some really lucky, or is this like a really clever inventive film? I don't yeah, mind. No, I'm no, having fun, but I'm no, not sure which one it is. No, I I think it's I think it's good by accident. Right. Yeah. That, Genu- that was my inkling. Yeah. Like genuinely, I think they went out to make like a serious movie, and then they were like, "Let's just try all these bits together," and it yeah. just. It just works, you know. I mean, there's a great video actually by M. Lemon that we've taught, we've actually, covered yes, yes, M. yes, Lemon. yeah. And he did a video all about the Matrix, uh, the new Ma- the, the last Matrix movie, yes, right? yes. And you know, I've, I've my controversial take is that I love the new Matrix movie, I've watched it on TV, I think it's quite good. Now, the reason why I love it is because it's uh, a, a parody of a remake, right? Yes, it's, 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 yes, it's, and like, it's. It's, and it's not subtle about it at all. No, it's purposely out to like mock the idea of uh, mm. a movie. Now, what he says again, he he starts off with lamenting about Star Wars, which I mean will always get me. So after fifteen minutes and that, he's like, "So the Matrix basically is um, 
uh, with the Tom Green movie, which I I don't think we can say the name of because it's it is quite graphic. It's Freddy got, um, right. but Tom Green's in it, and basically that is movie. He? I didn't know that. Yeah, to, basically the reason why that movie was made is because they forced him to make a movie, and he's like, right, I'm gonna make the worst movie ever, and he did. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you said because okay, I'm with you now. Okay, the comedian, yeah, the Canadian comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he draws a comparison that's like. Uh, Lana Wachowski literally did that, but with a hundred ninety million dollars rather than nineteen million dollars. Well, that's 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 been reported, hasn't it? That like yeah. they said that if you don't make this, we're gonna it's have a to line, it someone else. It's a line in the movie. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's in the movie, I I cannot believe they got away with slagging off Warner Brothers in their Warner Brothers film. But anyway, I won't dwell on that. But we agree on the Matrix. Yeah, that's yeah. Really but, good. but but uh, basically, where I was where I was going with that is sure. it's like, you know, it, it's. I think a lot when a movie comes out, the initial hype kind of dulls a lot of these kind of things. Mm. I think now sitting back where we're like, oh, yeah, that was actually a pretty good movie is a much better way to do it. And it just kind of leads credence that like, you know, if something when you re- when you see a review of something, maybe go and watch the movie or, you know, give it its own take before freaking out. But then again, I mean, it's always Marvin time. So <laughs> if you're, I went in doubt, just, my drink. Just watch Morbius. But there, hold on, there is one movie that that I did actually want to bring up uh, while while we were here. Mm-hmm. So it, th- there was a new Hellraiser. I haven't seen it. I do want to um, because it has a female pinhead, which is pretty okay. interesting. Okay. Bullet, Bullet Train is quite good though, and it, it's that, that's on my list of things I haven't seen. I have a list of things I haven't seen that, and Men was on it as well. So here, uh, so, Uncharted. so here's it. Well, okay, don't watch Uncharted, but do watch The Lost City. Because the Lost City is Uncharted, but better. Okay, uh, and it's actually a sister movie to Bullet Train because the exact same cast are in it, and they do cameos in between the movies. That is bizarre. It's so bizarre. And when you're sitting in the cinema going, "What just happened?" You're like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> because, uh, like in the Lost City, Brad Pitt like has a massive cameo, and in Bullet Train. Channing Tatum has a massive cameo right. and it's the same cast kind of come and go between those movies so, so they were I, just like making them on the same lots or I something I think so I think they yeah, had yeah. to I mean I I can't I can't I don't know that but it would not shock me It makes sense and especially because everything is like quite green screen nowadays Yeah you know? yeah but yeah. but they're both really fun I mean Lo- the Lost City has Sandra Bullock in it and it's mm. just wonderful Bullet Train is surprisingly good it, mm. it's it's a good time I mean Brad Pitt is also kind of like um like the Tom Cruise me I'll kind of watch ending Brad Pitt's in now also uh, Babylon I know that's out recently but I'm still going to say go see Babylon Babylon's brilliant uh, it's a very good movie I'm still going to class that as a 2022 movie um, uh, Uncharted is fun but kind of not really I would say so here's a surprise one for you Minions the rise uh, that was my next one Minions uh, 2 it's on in our house all the time good. refuse no no Katie listen no you know me you know me. I refuse. Uh, no, I the Minions the Rise of Gru is I don't know why it's good. Okay. It just let me is. take you on a journey as someone who's seen this about three dozen times. Um <laughs> okay. It's the minions, but you've got Gru as a tiny kid who's much funnier. Uh you've got a 1970s soundtrack, and you've got loads of corny supervillains. And it's just a gorgeous, like, animation style to it. And, like, they've mixed in some, like, kind of weird, like, Zodiac Chinatown stuff. Oh, uh, Michelle Yeoh is in it, teaching the minions how to do kung fu and stuff. It's just, like, I'm not, like, huge on the minions in Despicable Me, but, like, just this one just 
kept getting better and better. And it's, I find some of those Illumination film films a little bit cynical, but this one's really sweet. I, yeah, I go fair. back to it quite a lot. That's fair. Actually, I mean, you hit all the main points. Like the first Despicable Me is wonderful. I mean. Mm. Yeah, first one, first one is good. But it, see, here's the thing. It was never the Minions. Like I think the Minions were the worst part of Despicable yeah. Me. Mm. But for some reason with this one, I think it's because it's not cynical. I mean, yeah, maybe, it's maybe, like maybe the, that's the sorry. It's like on. the first Minions film is just kind of a series of comedy vignettes. Yeah, but having but having it be a, a proper prequel to Despicable Me with characters we like kind of made it a lot better, you know. I think maybe that's what you know the secret here. All the movies we like are actually made to be a good movie rather than yes. to push. They something make you else. care and have feelings. Damn it, <laughs> Amsterdam is quite good as well, by the way. Um, okay, yeah, I've heard good things about that. Taylor Swift dies in like five minutes, which is very upsetting as a huge spoiler alert. Thing. No, it's not a spoiler alert. It happens in the first five minutes. Right. Uh, it's it's like, very it's very upsetting. But, you, you guys know. haven't mentioned one of probably the best, most anticipated movies of last year. Go on. What? Prey. That's on my list. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Predator movie. The yeah. Predator movie. Yeah, yeah. That was highly anticipated. What did you think of it? I thought it was pr- like it wasn't perfect, but I thought it was pretty great. It's definitely something I would like to see explored more, mm. you know, predators in like set in different timelines and see how they get on. Yeah, no, it's I unfortunately haven't had a chance to see it yet because I was busy watching Chip and Dale like an Egypt, uh, <laughs> which it's fine. It's just in, it's just very forgettable, you know, for something that's supposed to be very clever and inventive, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, I haven't seen Prey yet, Katie, but I am gonna watch it tomorrow. I, mean, I, I, I have to say I absolutely loved the design of the feral mm. predator. Because mm. you know, don't forget this is predator with like, yeah, the, obviously they're aliens, they have some technology, but this is mm. you know, hundreds of years before they have all the really, really, really high tech stuff. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like just watch it. But <laughs> just, I will, I will. I but I, I agree. I think you know, doing is doing a series like that where you know they're just dropped into a time, you know, any time like samurai, Nazis, commies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, will, I will say it does have like the kind of overarching story is a little bit kind of cliche where it's like the girl in the tribe who's training to be medicine woman, but she wants girls to be a warrior. Yeah, girls can't fight, blah, 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 that kind of thing. You know, she wants to be a warrior. Stay in whatever be... the jungle equivalent of the kitchen is. <laughs> well, I mean, here's so... the thing, though. Well, here's the thing, though. The first Predator movie wasn't high art either. Mm. You know, it's a bunch of... A um, bunch of commandos in the woods. commandos, yeah. yeah. It's like a different movie for the first 20 minutes, and then it becomes Predator. But, like but that's it. what's brilliant about it. It's because it does all of the 80s tropes and gives you, like, the Avengers-level equivalent of 80s stars, and they are all incredibly helpless compared yeah, to Monster. But, but, I mean, I think that that's a cool thing to play around with. And, mm. you know, I would... That's a Disney Plus series. Maybe don't do it as a movie because that can, you know, an hour would be enough. To You're right. Disney Plus is actually a really good way to like because they keep trying to reboot Predator in the cinema and it's not working. Yeah, it could, don't, it could have a good anything. home here, you know. Yeah, it, well, I think Prey, it's a Star Wars thing. Prey yeah. was quite good. Like there are some really cool cinematic shots. There's some really good action and fight sequences. Some cool technology for the Predators. Like they did well. 
Yeah, I mean, but if you think about it, like, you know, I, I would say avoid the cliches earlier on. I mean, obviously, if they were going to do it, they would probably end up in, you know, World War Two at some point. But mm. well, I think it would be very cool, you know, to have one in the seven, you know, in the well, anywhere, even the, Beauty, even Japan, Ro- ancient Japan, Egypt, ancient God, Rome, I see a ancient Japan Greece. predator in a heartbeat. Like the thing about it is, you can kind of do what people said about, um, you know, the Assassin's Creed series years ago, where they're like, "Oh, I'd love to see one in China. I'd love to see one in yeah. Fr- mm-hmm. in France. I'd love to see one." In- and when they're done, they're actually pretty cool. I oh mean, my God, French Revolution predator. Exactly. I go. think it it would be very very cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like French Revolution Predator would be unreal. Oh, absolutely. You know, the the only thing about it is speaking of like legacy movies in general that kind of flopped. There's two that comes to mind. Jurassic World Dominion. Right. And Clerks Tree. I thought you were going to say Rings of Power. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Why not? I haven't seen it. What's the, what's the fuss? Uh, well, okay. Real quick, Rings of Power. In the first 11 minutes, they destroy... The entire plot of Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, impressive. no, it's absolutely no. It, it's not an exaggeration. I mean, they've come out and basically apologized for it, um, without going into it too much because there are like essays about it. Yeah, but basically, they fundament they they twist Tolkien to such an extent where it's like you can't actually do that because everything in Tolkien's world makes sense. You can't mm. just like take bits that you don't like and twist it, but. In the first 11 minutes, they retell the basically the big magic tree that gives life to Middle Earth. Right. But they don't understand what it means. So they add in random bits that undo the entire theology. I'm going to add in some extra. I'm sure you know this from your essay, some extra context here, which is from Tolkien fans who I trust and understand like the contracts and all that. They are only allowed use things in Lord of the Rings for this show. They're not allowed to use the Cimmerillion yeah, or the and, Hobbit. But see, that's but the, the problem is they're setting it in a time. Yeah, at the Lord. So, like, yeah, that's the let's problem. Say you have this big cast of characters. You're only yeah. allowed to use characters from Lord of the Rings that happen to be there in yeah. this time period, which is why they're having to bend over backwards to have I don't know Gladriel or whoever happen to turn up. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, like, here's the thing, right? And I'll say this and I'll say no more. Um, the, I have no problem with them making Lord of the Rings spin-off material, right? Mm. The problem here is like um, Shadow of Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. They're actually quite fun. They're, they're also like they break Tolkien too. But I remember we were working is when I was on GameStop or GameSmack, GameStop, GameSmack. Uh, we were reviewing the game and we were sent out a press a press release saying, hey, look, this has nothing got to do with Lord of the Rings. It's completely different. Do not mention Lord of the Rings. Do not mention the video game, the other video games, the movies, the books. This is its own thing. So when you're playing those games, you're like, this is its own thing. The problem with the Rings of Power is that they specifically said, this is the follow-up to Lord of the Rings. And yes. Like, it's well, not, that's what though. you pay the billion dollars for. Yeah, but it's not, though. I mean, the thing about it is, you can. They should have just made the Sam. No, Raimi. but from a business perspective, you don't spend five billion dollars to commission a Star Wars Legends book. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. But I mean, you know, this is what I'm saying though. You, it's the one series you actually can't do that with. Mm. You know, uh, with Star Wars, yeah, okay, fair enough. You, you you can change stuff and they have and it can work sometimes and you use garbage sometimes. But with Lord with with Lord of the Rings and Tolkien specifically, I mean, 
everything there exists for a reason. The man planned it all out. Yeah, if, that he, if a tree is in the background, has a name, it's got five pages of appendices about it. That's yeah, talking. like I, yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, exactly, I don't know if you've read the Samarillion, but that is a hard book to read because everything means something. Well, I struggle with Lord of the Rings, so no, oh, I'm not that great. I, I, I've, I've I, read The Hobbit dozens of times. I don't blame you for the Fellowship of the Ring is one of the hardest books to read because it's forests for 400 for like, what? Yeah, to all pages. to all the people who are saying, where's my Tom Bombadil in Fellowship? Go We don't home. want him. We don't want him. It's, we don't want him. No, it's but, can't. Imagine Brian Blessed in some other film is Tom Bombadil and yeah. move on. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I think that's why. No, I don't think I know that's why it failed. Mm. You know, there, there's lots of people saying lots of other garbage, but it's like, no, it's, it's just a it's fundamental misunderstanding of the source material. Mm. You know, what they should have done is they should have just had a generic swords and elves. Yeah, go. and it didn't help, but it was going out basically the same time as House of the Dragon. Yeah, which absolutely, which is another it. thing from 2022. Yeah, which is so much better, and people should mm. watch that instead. Yeah, isn't it nice that people like Game of Thrones again? What a nice surprise! Well, people always like Game of Thrones. Just didn't like. Oh uh, no, it, it was it was you didn't talk about Game of Thrones on the internet for a little while, and we are guilty of that too. <laughs> well, I mean, as someone who was in Game of Thrones a lot, uh, I mean, yeah, no one talked. You were about... on the set of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just love it. I, I I'm in Game of Thrones. Like when you go to the when you go to the the costume thing in Belfast, I'm mm. in the hype video that opens up the thing. So I mean, yeah, yeah. It look Game of Thrones. It, they were un, it's funny because they rushed the last season to make a Star Wars movie that never happened. Is yeah, the great tragedy. Yeah, and that is hilarious. It's like, good job, lads. You ruined probably the best TV series of all time. No, I've got a Simpsons quote for this. Go on. It's like Homer, you ruined a perfectly good franchise. No, Marge, (laughs) two perfectly good franchises. I love it. Absolutely. But no, I mean, look, Star Wars, uh, not Star Wars. (laughs) Sorry, Jurassic World. It's just where your heads are. It's just where my heads are. It's always there. It's always there. Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Is a movie that shouldn't exist. See, no... you say it ruined it. I I was it never on board it. with Jurassic World One. Ah no, Jurassic you know. World One is, is is very fun. I mean, it it's stupid. Only only fun. if you don't care about dinosaurs or Jurassic Park. Because if you do, it's a miserable experience. I actually Why? had to cut two pages of. Com- I did a show called School for Dinosaurs, uh, and me and one of the actors came up with almost two pages of disses. For Jurassic World, and then we had to go. Oh, it's a show for eight-year-olds. Let's let's leave this out. Well, but hold I still... on. Hold on. Okay. They've added a Starbucks in Jurassic World. I mean, come on, man. It's not even dinosaur accessible. It's not for dinosaurs. Like, it's for people. Like, I mean, you've got all those dinosaurs there. All those Brontosauruses, Brachiosauruses. I always get those two mixed up. Uh, who could be potentially having their Starbucks? Just have, have a no drive-through money. window. They Nothing, have no money. No. They have no money. Fun uh, fact, the Brachiosaur was made up for Jurassic Park. Was it? There it's you not go. A, not a real dinosaur. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's, my God. I don't know. It's... I, I like the angle of, like... This is Jurassic World 1 now, not 3. Uh, I like the meta angle of, like, how people are bored with dinosaurs, just like the way they're bored with cinematic spectacle. That mm. kind of thing's cool. But it just felt like it was all surface and, like, kind of no meat to it. Like, it was just, maybe it was like Comic Book Girl 19 who made the point that, like, 
a nice kind of character we like has one of the most vicious deaths in cinema where she's like picked up by pterodactyls, dragged around for ages, dropped in water, thinks she's got away, a giant megalodon thing eats her. And then the villain gets killed off screen. And it's like, there's just a really weird, bitter quality to Jurassic World, which from what I've seen in Jurassic yeah. World 2 also travels. And now I know that like Jurassic Park 1, 2 and 3 have their dark moments. But generally, I go to those for this, the earnest quality, the Alan. how wonderful is this, even Alan. when it's scary, you know, and I just... They make me miserable, those Jurassic World films, you know? Alan. Alan. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Because, like, the people there, they love dinosaurs, and they love the majesty of it, and the experience in all three Remember, films Keith, brings I, them closer together. Keith, I, I, I don't I, like... I don't like Chris Pratt in Jurassic World. I think Keith, he's obnoxious. Keith, I don't like stop, him in anything. I'm going to stop the rant there. I, 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 I don't think you got the reference that me and Katie were saying. Oh, please you know, go again. Sorry. Okay, so there's a bit in Jurassic Park Three where Alan. Uh, oh, I know it. Yeah, oh, you know it? Okay. Kev has the T-shirts. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, no, I just wanted to make sure. That... You think I didn't write a play about dinosaurs and didn't get that reference? Oh, no. I just want to make sure because it is one of the weirdest scenes <laughs> ever in anything for no reason. Um, no, but look, I, I, look, the Jurassic World thing, I'm kind of glad it's over. But however, yeah. it did give me one of the best games ever, which is uh, Jurassic World Evolutions 1 and 2. Okay. Um, it, it's, a, it's a sim team park game where you make it. Oh, you have talked about this before. Yes, I have. It's the reason why I bought a PS5. It wasn't for Cyberpunk. It was literally to play this one game that was killing my PS4. <laughs> so, no, literally, you, you'd put it in and it would just, it wasn't able to run it. Like, what happens with games sometimes is like on at the very end of the life cycle, they just cannot play properly. And this was just right. one of them. So, you know, I'll give that a pass. The other one was Clerks 3. Now, I love Clerks 1 and 2. Kevin Smith has kind of, Kevin Smith, his career, Kevin Smith, his career, um, but he, he has made some great movies. But mm. Clerks Tree was a movie that I really, 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 really wanted to like. I've heard it's a bit miserable and it's very, it's very dismal. Yeah. And I mean, it's supposed like, I mean, obviously it's a tell about it was on heart attack. You know, mm. that kind of hits home to me because of last year and my family situation. So, I mean, it, it, it did kind of hit home there. Mm. But I was also like, man, this is just dour. Yeah. And there's two really spoilers, but not really. There's two deaths in it that are like, whoa. And it, I mean, it's just not a movie you were expecting, you know. Mm. Um, and then it's also they just remake Clerks, the first one. So you know, I went to go see it. I went to go see it in the lighthouse. Um, and I was very disappointed by it. Um, so I mean, that's two big franchise movies mm. that didn't deliver well i mean like thank you very much because i haven't seen clerks three yet uh but i am like i haven't seen clerks two either but i will give oh, them a clerks, watch clerks uh, i haven't seen clerks well there oh, you go okay. we all obviously we need to organize a film night clerks but... one is clerks one is great clerks two is hilarious and also it's a big talking point in that 90 show which i binged last week any good yeah i liked it okay we'll do a full review of that next week we will yeah just because like i feel like I can't tell at this point if Marvel is holding up or destroying cinema, but I do want to like <laughs> quickly name check all of the Marvel things that came yeah, out this year. We covered Doctor Strange 2 somewhat already. And Black uh, Panther 2. There was Black Panther 2, which uh, I reviewed uh, with 
great difficulty from Dara. Um, there's Thor 4, which I think we covered in detail. Everyone seemed to like that when it came out. Now they've yep. changed their minds. As I liked oh, Thor oh, 4 was, was so... It was, it was just... Oh, no. See, see, see. See, I like Thor 4 a great deal. I want to go see it five times. Thor 4, it, like I've seen it twice. And... It just it doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know what it wants to be. No. Does it want to be a horror movie? Does it want to be like a buddy comedy or like mm. what is going on with that? Like it, and Christian Bale is in a completely different movie from everyone yeah, else. No, exactly. but he he's he made the film for me. No, he's he did. Him, that's him what I'm saying. And he whatever was, Russell Crowe thinks was, is a Greek voice. He was so good. Like Christian <laughs> Bale was so good in that movie, but All it was up. like he was acting in a different movie than yeah. everyone else. Russell Crowe is lying me. He's like, relax, baby cakes. Absolutely <laughs> kills me every time. Like, Hilarious. imagine the two of those characters Hilarious. who do exist in the same film having a scene. Oh, I can't. Christian Bale's character. No, it just, it doesn't fit. We it's, like, it's like two different movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that because I'm just kind of on board for Marvel's like, all right, you're doing lots of things at once. Fine. Uh, but I do get what you mean, because even if you take that element out of it, you kind of have zany antics on goat flying ships in Screaming the same goats with rainbows. The, to be fair, that in is the same that, film that, where that, a character is suffering with cancer. You know, to be yeah. fair, that's in Norse mythology. It is. I was amazed yeah. to find out that actually, because I re- I read Neil Gaiman's uh, Norse mythology for the first time. Oh, that's very good. And yeah. there was a story where um, Thor arrived and with his goats, and there was nothing to eat. So he killed the goats and ate them. And then afterwards, he just magic them back. And there yeah. is a joke in the start of the movie where, like, he goes, oh, Guardians, can we not just kill the goats and eat them? And they go, ah! you know. So yeah. in my head canon is that the reason they're screaming is because Thor has done that several times. <laughs> and now they're traumatized and scream all the time. That's fair. Um, actually, it's funny. On my desk, I have I have um, Gore, Thor, and Lady Thor. Oh, nice! Yeah, and Lego. Yeah, I've got them too. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I look, I, all the points that you've made are correct. However, after the, the crime that was Thor Ragnarok, uh, it was nice to see. You are like the one person who doesn't seem to like that. <laughs> I hate Thor Ragnarok, but a passion. Oh, we do not have time to get into that because it's one minute. <laughs> on. uh, we didn't have time, so maybe next week we'll do like what little bits of TV and things came yes. out last year because we haven't covered like Wednesday or any of the like oh, kind of Marvel things so or any much of that to do. kind of stuff. So much uh, to do. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we've got a minute left. Uh, um, I'll go to Katie first. Katie, is there anything you want to say before we wrap? Um, yeah, just that I am still plugging away at Twitch, um, building a small community, which is really nice at this point. So if anyone would like to follow on with that, it's twitch.tv forward slash mannequin blue. And we do like crafting, balloons, video games, just general talking nonsense. You know, come up, come and say hi. Mm. Okay. How about you, Dara? Yeah, I've, uh, I took the plunge and I started HelloFresh. So they deliver meals to your door that you oh, make. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, I haven't eaten any of them yet, <laughs> but I'm about to. So they're staring at me from across the room. Well, no, what's cool is it's like they and this isn't an ad. We're not sponsored by them, but absolutely. We will take the money if they want to. Um, And the food and the food. I mean, like, like basically the website that we have, I got like a discount mm. where I was like, all right, cool. So I used that. And um, they you, they send you like a box of all the stuff that you need to make a meal, and then you just make the meal. 
So I was okay. like, you want to make, yeah, you, exactly. You want to make spaghetti? Here's everything you need, including the meat. And you're like, oh, that's really handy. So <laughs> I, basically, I want to learn to cook. So I, I figured this would be a good way to kind of incentivize me to learn to cook if I order all the meals that like arrive and I make them myself. So. Okay, that's quite an endorsement. And if they fancy sponsoring us, you know, we're here. We'll, yeah, leave, we we'll leave your email. Uh, I also, because Kev isn't able to be here, I want to give a shout out to what I suspect is his favorite film of the year, which is the uh, Bollywood action film Or Or Or. Because <laughs> if we don't mention it, I'll never hear the end of it. Uh, apologies also to the films we didn't get to cover, like Moonfall, Don't Worry Darling, Nope, Moonfall all those kind of terrible. things. Oh, terrible, I love terrible. I love Moonfall. You've seen it. it. Was, it was I have as well. Why are you only mentioning this now? It was it was terrible. The, it's the worst thing ever, but I also love it so much. It's so bad. It's so bad. Why are we talking about Thor four for five minutes and you both had this in your back pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it's, it's so bad, Keen. It's so bad. Look, Keen. Dara, do you want to go over? Just assume, yeah, we go over. Just okay, assume, go on. Ju- I haven't just, seen Moonfall. Um, okay, Katie, you popped in first, so take me on a journey. Hold on one second. Just assume I've seen the movies because I'm really trying to get value out of that Cine World Black card. <laughs> Katie, go for it. Okay, so you know, have you seen the trailer for Moonfall? Yes, and I've seen a few fairly kind of unimpressed reviews and stuff. So my, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, coming to this uncritical. But like the trailer for Moonfall makes it look absolutely epic. Right. Like, makes it look incredible. Yeah. It's not. No. <laughs> it's, it's, not. It's, it's so bad and it's <laughs> so cringe. It's not. No, it is. Yeah. I was going to say it's, it's not that cringy. But no, it is. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah. G- give me some cringy highlights. Okay. So there's the. So, okay. Basically, it's a 90s action movie that has been transported wholesale. I mean, look, it's Roland Emmerich. You didn't need to tell me that. No, but I mean, like, it. there's zero awareness. They literally just took a movie from the 90s and dropped it in. So, there's, so it starts off and they're like having it. They're open space fixing the ship. And then they have an argument about the lyrics to. Um, I've seen that bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the best part of the movie. And then there's like a conspiracy theorist who's like, the moon is hollow. And it turns out that he's not a doctor at all. He's just a head case. Yeah, because it's really weird. I find it not. I'll go on a quick side. I always find it interesting that Roland Emmerich makes conspiracy fil- theory films. And then his conspiracy theory guy is always like a crazy nutcase who like has silver stuff on his head and lives in a shed. No, I mean, like, that's not even it. Like, I mean, they just they cast um your man from Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones like, guy, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. As like the biggest loser ever. And you're like, Wait, but that's what he, I'm saying. Like, he's you know. the hero. Like, they're just like, and then he get, and then he dies, and you're like, oh man. Spoiler. What? Why did you kill Sam? You know, and it's just like, but like, it's got Halle Berry and Patrick yeah, Wilson. Just completely ways. They're both completely ways. Like, how, how is the? How is this not a good movie? Yeah, Donald Sutherland as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he plays the shady conspiracy guy. Like, how is this a bad movie? How? Isn't so, the funny guy from Ant-Man in it as well? Did I dream that? Yeah, he's in it as well. Yeah. Michael Peña. Michael Peña, yeah. yeah. So so in order for them to get to the moon, which is coming closer to Earth, they steal right. the spaceship from a museum, which somehow still works. Right. See, and- if this was like a 60s like throwback, 
or if it was like maybe like the Rocketeer or something and they leaned into the cheesiness. They do. It sounds like it could be good. They do. It doesn't well, sound they, like it. No, they do. But Roland, Roland Emmerich directed it. Right. So it's all like everyone else is leaning into it except for Roland Emmerich. Right. That's kind of the okay, problem. Okay. So it has this like, has this scale and grandeur. And it's just like, what is going like, This is nonsense. And everybody knows it's nonsense except for Roland Emmerich. Right. So, I mean, like, look, it's, I'm not sad I saw it. I'll never probably watch it again. But then again, the only Roland Emmerich movie that I do watch is Independence Day and um, 2012. Yeah, 2012 was good. I like that. Oh, I thought, oh, you know what? You're going back to Godzilla no? Oh, no. Godzilla's terrible. Have, have, oh, here's a fun game. Go Go find a Godzilla fan and mention the Roland Emmerich version and just, uh, like, your Star Wars rants pale in comparison to how much those fans hate Zilla, which is what they've named it. There's I even, love Zilla. There's like, don't, there's even in one of the Godzilla like films, they make a point of having Zilla turn up so the yeah. real Godzilla can kill him. Like, yeah, you know. Godzilla versus Zilla. Yeah. 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 Zilla, uh, Godzilla trolls Zilla through the, the Sydney Opera House and yes. then hit him with yeah, nuclear yeah, breath. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day. Since we've gone over anyway, did any of you manage to see Don't Worry Darling? No, no I wanted to, but yeah, I I we'll, to. we'll cover that another day. We'll I, see, okay. I, like, I, I'm actually glad we didn't see it because I don't want to be, I don't like it when a film comes out and everyone hates it and kind of becomes the internet's punching bag. We'll see, I don't like that we'll see, whole thing, the thing, but I am curious to see it. People didn't hate the movie. What happened was the spit gay happened and that overtook the movie. I've seen so, that footage like five times and I've no idea what <laughs> happened and what everyone's upset about. It's like that dress, the internet dress thing from a few years ago where everyone was saying it was the wrong color or something. I've seen that clip and I was like, what? It's someone sat down. No, what? No, so basically what happened was there was a rake of um there was there was just like a rake of controversy around it then and there were like people allegedly cheating and not cheating and all this kind of stuff. And then what happened was everyone forgot like I got so so in the that. fiction or in the real no world? in the real world. Okay. And then I got so obsessed with that that I forgot to see the movie. <laughs> really? Cause I, yeah, because I, I mean, I'll go I, see anything that has Florence Pugh in it. She's awesome. Yeah, she is. I, yeah, I, I mean, she's just her range is actually ridiculous. Um, and not but, just that. Actually, it's uh one of the teenagers. Uh, because I work for this organization called Canteen, and mm-hmm. um, they were like filming a movie near her house, and like Florence Pugh came over and talked to all the teenagers and stuff, and spent loads of time with them. And apparently, she's sound. Seems like as a yeah. person, which I know yeah. shouldn't make a difference to like an actor's like repertoire, oh, but no, it does, it does a bit so. to me. It like, does, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it really does. It's, it's like the way Sean Bean. Here's the thing: so Sean Bean, I've met him, nicest guy in the world, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, he went like when we were shooting a movie, we were shooting the Frankenstein Chronicles, which is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Anyone wants to see it? I'm in the first episode. Um, Sean Bean got hung for like, you know, they killed him off, mm-hmm. but he was hanging. Do you, do you guys know how to actually shoot a hanging? Like how do you shoot a hang in the movies? No. Yeah, they put you in a harness. No, they actually just hang you. What? Yeah, they actually just hang you. I'm not sure what kind of film sets you've been on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, no. Put, they put you in a shoulder harness. They do, but they still have to hang you a little bit, right? Mm. So, like, it's actually very hard to to shoot it. So poor Sean Bean was hanging there for like 45 minutes, and then he came over and introduced himself to everybody on set. Mm. 
So he's lovely. Uh, however, when I was in Rome, I heard a story. So this is all allegedly that he he's barred from one of my favorite bars in Rome because he tried to attack the barman. So that's allegedly we don't know secondhand, but also from a reliable source. So I'm probably mean, from one of the other. It was probably well, one of the I, other Starks, and he just thought it was Sean Bean. I heard a story that like he, I think it was Sean Bean that he was in a bar and he got in a fight with someone. I don't think he started it, but he got in a fight, went outside, beat the guy up, got stabbed, went back in and finished his pint. Okay, see, now we don't need to even put allegedly on it. We're just entering the realm of <laughs> fantasy folklore. But here's, what's, but here's what's funny, though, right? If that if that is what happened, I mean, the artist Cavaggio, do you guys know Cavaggio? How is this anything to do with Don't Worry Darling? Hold on, uh, you'll see where I'm going. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So, so there's a very famous artist called Cavaggio, right? And he's famous for, you know, black backgrounds and very vivid, you know, he's a great artist. Well, he created, like, depth, didn't he? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But he's also, like, his actual name is Michael- Michelangelo, but there was a more famous one who we all know, right? But basically, he really liked drinking. He really liked fighting. And he killed a bunch of people. So what happened was, every time he'd kill someone in a bar fight, he'd like do a do a painting for the Pope and be like can I come back (laughs) (laughs) no literally right so he he, like he killed a bunch of people in bar fights because he just really liked fighting and um, yeah I mean then he died at like 36 in Malta so I mean I can see why yeah but I mean there's lots of Cavaggios and that's the reason why because he's like listen about that murder can we yeah and he's grand he's like oh come on back you scamp <laughs> you rascal. Yes, you yes. rascal. Christopher Marlowe allegedly had a similar arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is probably some of the best artists have, you know, they, they have their issues. Oh, completely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but what does this have to do with Spitgate? Because I'm still waiting for an explanation on that. So what, so, what is Spitgate? So, so okay, right. The, the some of the some of the issues that were going around with that, there was like the infidelity thing that was going on. So that's a whole thing. But Spitgate was apparently Harry Styles spit into no, not apparently there is video footage of it. So there's Harry Styles spitting into Chris Pine, yeah, Chris yeah. Pine's mouth, and then he like looks up confused, and that's what it was. I've watched that clip. I don't yeah. see it. It's massive. It's a massive spit. Like, like what kind of HDI like? Phone HD, whatever you have, because I've I did not watch see it on anything. a screen like a big screen. You can see I have it. to watch this on a big screen. I mean, if you can't see it in the small, yeah, I mean, like Chris Pine looks up and he's like, "What was that for?" And I mean, it was good aim now. To be, I don't think he did it on purpose, genuinely, but it's very weird. I mean, that whole movie just got like, look, I I've I've read up what the plot of it is, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's. Fair enough. It's kind of like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, but... this isn't a review. Disclaimer. No, it isn't a review. None of no, us I've... have seen it. Do not, do not, not see no. the film because of no. what we're saying. Like, no, you know. but but I mean, I got so distracted by everything around the film that I just forgot to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so intrigued by this real life thing. I just don't want to see the movie now. But uh, yeah, so I mean, maybe don't spit in people's mouth. I mean, some people are probably into that, but I mean... that's the lesson. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing to take away from 2022. Oh, there you go. Only spit with consent. I think that was the problem. That's the takeaway here. Kids, that's the takeaway. Oh, and go go see everything everywhere if you haven't already. I know we only covered that briefly. Oh, that movie. That movie. Oh, it's so wonderful. I mean, we've done a full review. I know. No, but but, I mean, when I I went to go see that movie, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's just the best movie. Yeah. 
just the best movie. In I mean, a year with Top Gun Maverick, it managed on. to stand out. You in know? a year with Morbius. Well, like, see, at the start of this episode, you said that it was a bad year for films. I'm actually going to come around talking about all these, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that's why these are good to do. I mean, I, usually we kind of get distracted and we go off on, on mad tangents about Star Wars. And Oh, we still did. We still don't, did. don't congratulate yourself too yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we came back around. We, we okay, got there. Okay. We got there. You know, this is a small victory for us. We stayed on target. More or less. This, we have been here an hour and a half. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> Let, let's wrap this up then, because I, I I I want to have dinner tonight. Or today. Yeah, same. All right. Well, so we kind of did our um everyone wrap up thing already. So I'll just wrap it up then, uh, saying thank you. Whether you listened on the radio and only got kind of bits and pieces of what we were talking about, because I don't know what way Dara's going to edit it. Or, Great difficulty. Or whether you heard us on Spotify, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing this. We hoped you had a lot of fun listening to it. If there were any films we missed or should check out, please reach out to us. Next week, we're going to have a look at some of the TV highlights on Netflix and normal terrestrial channels if they still exist and all that kind of stuff. But until then, I've been Kean. Kevin Dara. I'm Manic and Luke. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 She says I'm not romantic. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.